past 33. Tell me something good. Everybody you know, they tell me life don't come with no manual, so we're going to take it a day at a time. Man, by the time you got here, man, light your cigar, do whatever you got to do. Get comfortable so we can get this game going. Oh, shit, what do you need to come out? Man, just hold your man, man. That's all you got to do. Play some defense. Man, too late, man. Domino, game. back again now tuned into the good days great nights podcast thank you for tuning in now we've been on a little bit of a hiatus man we got a couple people we're blaming on we're blaming on vacations sometimes you go away and you forget to come back uh blaming on kids uh blaming on yourself and blaming on life sometimes you want to keep going but god kind of tell you how to slow it down sometimes you got to take advantage of those moments and those times so uh those that don't know, but those that do know, I go by 33 in the cigar world, if you know me. Uh, cool Breeze Isle on the ground. You can always find me that way. Uh, Alicia and Harrison's father or daddy, depending on what demographic or what, what region, how you say it, how you do your thing. Your, uh, your uncle's favorite uh, nephew. He's still, me and him still, we still, we still good. Cowboys 8 and 4, we still good right now. Still making noise, of course. Your auntie's, uh, your auntie's favorite uh, podcast host. So uh, I'd like to thank y'all again for tuning in, man. It's going to be a good one. Like I tell y'all, anytime I can break bread with my peoples, it's always a good time. So we're going to do this as we always do. We don't never introduce you first. We always base it off of something different. A lot of times people know you off of what they heard, what they seen, what somebody else told them about you. We're going to get all that in there. Okay. We do it in a sense of different. So right now it's a little cold outside. If you had a choice to, to go somewhere, either you want to fly there and then drive to like a resort or you want to stay in the States, where would you want to go right now? We can leave right now, jump in the truck. We get in a sprinter. You get like three of your peoples. I get like three or four of mine. I know you. They don't, my people don't know you. Okay. Where you want to go? We got to stay in the States. Where you want to go? Yeah, we got to go. to. Uh, let's go to Los Angeles. So we're going to go We're going to go to Los go to Angeles. LA. I think it's, it's, it's a cool little time of year. Not okay. too hot, not too cold. Okay, so, um, so we're going to go to L.A. Yeah, let's go to L.A. So are we going Are we going up top side first, or are we going down like Arizona and coming back through, or you want to just kind of cross straight over? Um, we, it's, we riding, so we ain't got yeah, no time. so we will have to go through Kansas. You want to go through yeah, Kansas? Yeah, you got to go through Kansas. Got to go through mountains in Denver. Okay. And you got to go through Utah. So so you want to drive when? In Denver? Yeah. I okay. Got, I got I to gotta, I gotta do Denver. All right. Oh, um, man, I'm a, um, I was actually going to go to school in Denver. Okay. Um, and I have a I have a love hate relationship with Denver, man. I um, yeah, honestly, would have loved to live down there, talk in the mountains. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not too much against the cold, right? But right. I, I definitely just love the scenery of uh, Denver. Okay, yeah. So we pull over, yeah, with the with the mountains. It's your turn to drive. You got a Bluetooth or aux wire. Five Bluetooth. songs right now today uh-huh. that would explain how you feel as a person as a man. 
that will help somebody to know you better and how to you know how to interact with you. Mm. Kind of break them down for me if you can. Um, grew up grew up to be a screw up. Okay, by, by Little Chris and uh, Jeezy. Okay. Um, when it comes to that song, man, I, I just remember playing that song a lot when I was growing up, right? Because yeah, you get people who who claim to yeah know who you are, know your journey by what they see now. Gotcha. And you know, to be one of those kids, man, they was like, man, you always messing up. You always doing this or yeah. or you can't do this right. But to now be a man and to be, you know, receive game here and there as, yeah. you, as you're getting older, you know, you're a different person now. True. But you also had to had to listen. Yeah, you know, I, I kinda I think we I'm the last of the Mohicans when it comes to our generation listening to OGs. Like, you know, I feel like kids now don't respect that part of, yeah, too cool. of growing up. You know, to listen to the dude on the corner, right? To listen to your uncle and your uncle's friends or if you had an older brother, listen to him and his people. Right. Um, my next one would be um, "This Game Must Pay Me" by Rich the Factor. <laughs> that, that is that is probably um, a song that I listened to a lot in college. Okay. Um, just I mean, because you know, our people we we never really thought about going to school. That was nothing that was really pushed on us. You know, yeah. we were always taught to basically go work for someone else after you got. Right. Out of school So then when you think about Like dang man I'm Am I doing this all for nothing Right Like right. Am, I, am I going to school For nothing Right You know right. And what's, what's going to happen After this process This is right? true um, That's that Because that, that was That was a big um, That was a big moment In my life Right being first generation Okay And It'd be Nipsey Okay Last time I checked Okay right? um, <laughs> I just like I just For one I like the unity On the, on the record But then you start thinking about just the hustle, right? Yeah. Um, I remember he said this one line. I, I I say it all the time, bro. He said, "Either I'm a visionary, or you just scared." Yeah, right? yeah. Just saying, like <laughs> I I I can't be doing nothing too out of out of the ordinary. Like it must be someone had to think of this stuff that I'm doing. But fear must just be that thing that just keeping everybody from making that next step, right? So right, just, right. Not thinking about losing, but more so thinking about winning. Talk right? to talk. Come on, let me hear. Um, two more. We almost there. Two more. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with one artist, two songs. Okay. It'll be Coops and Lears. Coops and Lears. Coops and Lears by Currency. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then Boulders by Currency. Ooh, what you know about the Currency? It just man, I, you know. I, so yeah. I heard I heard Currency, Coops and Lears, and then a whole bar, I heard Boulders in um in L. A. Okay. I'm staying in L. A. for a while. And those two songs were just talking about the hustle, right? They yeah. Were just talking about going to the next level, right? And then one thing uh, uh, on Boulders, he said, if they don't know you, make them hear about you. Yeah. Right? So just putting the work, everything else will come into play. No doubt. So those two, man, I, man, I, those two songs about currency, man, Coops and Lyrics, just to me, is just about dreaming. Yeah. Right? Just, just yeah. thinking bigger than your situation. Right. Um. And you can't grow up in the neighborhoods and the communities and the family dynamic that I had and just think you can't dream, right? Like right. you have no choice but to dream because your situation is so messed up. That's true. So yeah, man, I, I definitely those would be the five. The five that, right that now? I listened to kind of meant something in at one point in time in my life. Okay. And then when you think about if you was to pass that song like you would pass like an old watch to right. your son. You can pass those songs on to other people. It's and just like, man, yeah, check these out. This yeah. will motivate you to go somewhere else. No doubt, no doubt. Let me see. Uh, we'll do it this way first. Uh, introduce yourself, if you don't mind. Uh, my, okay. 
Um, my name is Jay. I go by I go by Jay. My real name is Jaquan. Yeah. Depending on where you know me in life, yeah, I might be Quan, Lil okay. Quan, Q. Okay. Um, I am a creator. By Come on, nature. pop it, pop yeah, it. Let me hear I'm all of it. By nature, I started a comic book company about four years ago. Yes, sir. Um, two nine two three comics. Um, it was a dedication to my late grandparents. Right, I was grieving, and one thing I knew how to support, you know, get through that grieving was to write. Yes, sir. Right. So when I did that, I created my first comic book, The Scarlet Knight, Defender of the Block. Okay. Did really well. Um, it was really just my way of. Um, my way of people that look like me and kids that look like me that came from those same communities, right, to have my grandfather and my grandmother. Yes. So everybody, I used to say, man, I'm self-made, right? I used, to, I, used to, I used to run around with my chest poked out. I was like, man, I'm self-made. Yeah. But then I used to think to myself, like, bro, everybody wasn't as lucky to have two grandparents right. that was that was willing to, you know, take you in, raise you up along right. with your mom uh, and get you, get you to different levels in life, right? So um, this was my way of giving back to the community, yes, right, sir. to have those same preachings, the same learnings, the same ethics, the same morals, and, and pass those on, right? And then this was also my way of uh, showing how me and my brother grew up in the same household, but we went to totally different places in yeah. life, right? Uh, my brother's currently serving nine years in the federal penitentiary. Mm-hmm. So when I think about that, right, I, I think about um, how we heard the same things, right? We got the same whoopings for the same things. Yeah. But then it was some, you know, we both money-hungry individuals, but my hustle was different than his. Yeah. And he chose to go the fast route. And yeah. unfortunately, I don't believe in good or bad choices. I just believe in choices. Yeah. And the consequences are good and bad depending on who the person is. That's facts. Uh, depending on your perspective on uh, what the consequence is. That's facts. Because um, somebody else might go to jail, might go to prison, and just be like, hey, this is cool. I do my time, I get out. Do my time, somebody else might out. go to prison and just be like, man, you know, this is the ter- most terrible thing that could have ever happened to me. So it's all about perspective. Um, so he made his choices, and unfortunately, he he um, he dealt with some consequences that he didn't necessarily agree with. Mm-hmm. Um, and from there, I was able to see what pain points were. Right, um, I was becoming going in different environments and with different people, and started to have this idea of saying, like, man, how how can I make this process easier for me, but also uh, as far as looking for events, right? You know, to sell my product, um, and that's when I created the app, uh, Vimbo. Yeah. Uh, I went and pitched to this organization called Digital Sandbox. Um, just letting everybody know out there right now, man, if you need 20 grand and you can go in there and pitch, you need to go in there and pitch. That's $20,000 in your pocket. Mm. They gave me $20,000 to make myself a millionaire. That's yeah. good. So they gave me that 20 grand. I developed my app and now my app is on the market right now. So with that being said, like when I say, Hey, they giving you $20,000 not to create a product, but more so to make yourself a billionaire. Yeah. This is, gen- this is generational wealth. Somebody can walk to me right now and just say, hey, I want to buy your app for $200 million. Right now, I started from a $20,000 grant that, that I didn't have. I knew I was going to do this, but mm-hmm. I didn't know where the money was going to come from. It was going to come out of my pocket, which would have been a slow process. Right. But now I was able to do that, get the app on the market, and then also help people that's like myself, small businesses that need these opportunities. Right. So pretty much, man, I'm a visionary. I consider myself to be a visionary. Yeah, you're supposed to. I, I consider myself to be a, a, a survivor. Yeah. Um. And not so much to seem like, hey, I, you know, I'm Rambo, but more so to say, hey, man, I overcame some obstacles that a lot of people didn't think I would be here. Right, right, right. We're going to definitely come back. We're gonna, yeah, we come gonna, back to we, we definitely going to come back to that. And um, We're going to put a pin in there real quick. Let me mark, yeah, let me mark that. So let me ask you a question. Yep. 24 hours in a day. Yeah. I know you're in the, uh, you're in the 5 a.m. crew. Yeah. Yep. So what 24 hours in a day look like for you? Whoa. So I get up every morning. 
I get up every morning at four o'clock. Yeah. Every morning at four o'clock. Talk um, to I meditate. Usually I meditate for about four, four and 15, four 30. Yeah. And that's just usually just reflection time. Right. Right. Um, I get up five, go to the gym. I'm back at the house by six, get my son up, um, about this time, about six, six 30. He does his exercises. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to my son. Um, he play he boxes, right. plays hockey. Yeah. So um I get him up, does his exercise, he does his push ups, his pull ups and his sit ups every morning. Yeah. Uh get him squared away. My nephew's there as well. I get him, uh, make breakfast. I make breakfast every morning for my boys. That's dope. Um, every morning. That's dope. Um, make them breakfast. Usually it's uh protein, protein, rarely carbs, but usually take care of them. Then from there, man, I get them off to school. Yeah. Uh get them off to school, start my day. Um, if it's with Vimbo, my full time, um, and I just handle it, bro, as it comes every day. It, it's no real way that I can give you every day how my, no, how no, my life works. But no, no, this just being real, man. This, and, you know, even in the afternoons, like, it, it's been hard for us to even get in here. I'm going to get to it. Um, <laughs> because my son, he's active, I'm active. Yeah. Um, you know, to Tuesdays are usually his break day. Yeah. So he does stuff five days a week, almost five days a week. Yeah. So. You know, this is like the only Tuesday that we've had in a long time that he doesn't have that he has a break. Right. So, with that being said, man, usually picking him up from school, yeah, and picking my boys up from school, taking take, usually take my nephew to my mom's, get him arrested for he can go to basketball, taking my son to boxing or hockey, and we doing that constantly. And not only some man, I'm at the ice rink working. Yeah. You know, I'm on my computer working at the ice rink while he's hustling, or I'm at the gym. I'm, I'm working. So, man, I do that all day, all night. Man, just still pushing pushing the comic book, still pushing the app, setting up business meetings in the evenings. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, every day, man, I, I do that. But my the most important part of my day, man, is making sure my boys are taken care of. Gotcha. You know, making sure that they eat, making their lunches. I, I cook their lunch, their lunches fresh every day. You know, and I'm not talking like no sandwiches. I'm talking about like steak, yeah. you know, shrimp, steak, protein, salad. They do that every day. I do that every morning. Yeah. And, along with their breakfast. So, um those are the things that motivate me right. to keep going. Cause I didn't have that, yeah. you know, now I have my grandma. I was blessed enough to have my grandmother, man. She might throw some uh, bologna. Yeah. She might throw some bologna in that hot plate. That's it. Put that on some toast and some jelly. That was my breakfast. That was a breakfast. But you know, uh, that, that lifestyle, that way of living as far as diet. Right. You know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to break that generational curse, man. Yeah. And, uh, take care of the boys. No doubt. You said, you said a great deal. So check this out though. Outside of meditating. Yeah. What's the one hour for you look like? That one hour that you get of like, because like, so uh, just to kind of give you a little backspin, I'm mm-hmm. big on like mental health. Yes. I'm big on like, if you feel good in your internal, mm-hmm. your external and everything else will work itself out. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm big on us, and especially as men, rather mm-hmm. black men, white men, but especially black men, having that moment mm-hmm. of like peace. Yeah. And outside of meditating, that's helping you through the day. Yes. And that's helping you to be able to make those meals and get them to practice and do all those things and, and do all those. But what is, do you get an hour for yourself? Maybe the music, maybe a car ride, like what's like look like? I do now. One thing I do every now and then, um, I do like to go down War Parkway. I like to drive look down War Parkway. I got where you're going. Yeah, I, I do like to do that, man. You know, uh, my mom used to work for Nestle. Yeah. And um, one day she was take us over in that area and show us his mansion. Mm-hmm. And I still love going. I still love driving that World Parkway. But one way I do decompress, man, um, just chilling with the boys, watching movies. Yeah. Or 
reading. Yeah. You know, I, I seen you had brought out Battle Cry. Yeah. That's my new book that I'm reading right now as we speak. And just taking that time to just reflect, right? Yeah. Just um because when you when you when you're working, you're working your business, Thanks. taking care of people, um, you rarely you rarely have time for yourself, especially black men, right? And fathers too, right? Right, it's, right. It's a thankless job. Yeah, that's true. It's a thankless job. So when I um when I do it, I'm not really looking for a pat on the back, but more so I'm just looking for appreciation. That's it. That that's the biggest thing is appreciation. Yeah. Right? Appreciation from your colleagues, appreciation from um your friends, appreciation from your community. Mm-hmm. Um so to to sometimes soak that in, right? Gotcha. Like when this comes out, I'll probably watch it and just observe it. Right? To, and yeah. just take it in. Yeah. But not so much live on the outside of it, but more so live in it. Yeah. Gotcha. Um and, and just be like, How was I feeling at that moment? Right? Yeah. Uh, self-reflection is, man, one thing I feel like uh, that we struggle with as men in general, right? This is true. Self-reflection, and then um, black men, self-reflection. I think a lot of I think a lot of time it's in our environment that we don't have time to pause because we're always constantly going, right? See what I'm saying? Um, you're always constantly. Uh, you have so many things that are going against you, right? Yeah. So you're you're always in flight or flight. This is true. And to have that moment where I don't have to move. Yeah. But I can more so just be. Come on, is is like my time. Yeah, and uh, and I enjoy that time now as as a man, mm-hmm. right? As a young man, I didn't quite understand that. Right, but as a man, just a pause. Yeah, just be like, man, I'm just watching TV. I'm just watching Hawkeye. Yeah, I'm just chilling, watching Venom with the boys. Mm-hmm. Heck, I'm on my phone just scrolling. That's, that's those, are, moment, those, those moments. are moments. You know what I'm saying? Where mm-hmm. where I'm able to really take in, like, dang boy, I didn't know my own, I didn't know my boy was doing a podcast or yeah, yeah, that's yeah. dope. Or or dang, you know, I know my homie son was gonna be on the all star team for his football team. Yeah. Those things and man, I'm I'm also I also enjoy being able to pause and I'm going, bro, my bad. No, no, you good. You good. Um I also enjoy being able to like just text my people. Yeah. Right? To call people and just be like, man, I'm just checking on you, bro. You know, or text my cousins, like, man, I love you. Mm-hmm. I ain't talk to you in a minute. That's you right. Know, just checking on you, just seeing how things are going. Um, just be able to do that, man, kind of kind of gives me peace because uh, we losing a lot of people really quick, and uh, you just never know. No doubt, no doubt. Real quick, man, we uh, we here at the uh, Pure Hookah Lounge, 34th yeah. in Maine, uh, 34-19 Main Street, Kansas City, Missouri. Um, they've been they, they've been taking care of me for a good little minute. When I first rolled this thing out. Mm-hmm. Both of them kind of, they signed down and let me get down. Let me come in here and, and, and shoot it. I fell in love with the balls. Yeah. I like the balls. I like yeah. the way it hit I thought that was dope. So I, I appreciate it, man. They always come in, man. When you come in and see them, man, make sure you yell good days, great nights. They're going to always take care of you. So it's always, it's, you know what I'm saying, it's always a thing of love and that. But you said something, man, and, I, and uh, you said something about survival. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And a lot of times I think we get lost in that. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? Yeah. And being a father. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I want to tell you personally, man. I do appreciate for you for putting this time in because, like I said, we were hitting and missing. Mm-hmm. But it's a, I, be, I don't believe in like I believe in perfect timing. Yeah, and that's what it is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. So mm-hmm. it's, it's in a, it's in a headspace that I had to get all those those things going on that were going on at the time and get those people in. This is the moment for you yeah. and I. Your moment. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. this ours. We, yeah. We're mm-hmm. gonna yeah. we're gonna share this together as well as Corey. You know what I'm saying. So it's like one of those things when you. Um, when you talk about your son and your nephew, man, that's that's dope that you mm-hmm. cook for him every day that you prepare him. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you're doing him a like a like a service or a disservice? Like, 
by what you're showing them? Are you teaching them how to dream? Like, how do you feel the re- the reflection of what you're giving to them? How do you think they take it? I'm I'm glad you asked that question, bro. Because um, I think these conversations happen often. Yeah. But one thing one thing that I did I did try to I try to do with them every morning is when they talk to each other. Right. Yeah. I allow them to talk to each other and communicate with each other effectively. Yeah. Right. So it was like, like for instance, um, a situation happened not too long ago. The boys were ragging on each other. Right. Yeah. And my son, they was going head to head, but my son started to lose. Uh-huh. But to hear, but to hear my son tell my nephew, he said, hey, he said, hey, cause that hurt my feelings. Ooh. And he said, he said, I can't change how I look. And my nephew to say, I'm sorry. Yeah. That showed me I'm in the right space because those times are not only for for them, but that's also for me. Yes, sir. Because as I stated, my grandfather was a worker, so he had to be up to crack a dime and be out of there, grab his coffee, you know, and roll out. So we didn't have too many of those opportunities in the morning to talk. Yeah. More so in the afternoon. That's right. But then in the morning, you know, I'm cooking their breakfast. You know, what do you need? What do you want? Like kids, I feel like a lot of times we don't give kids the opportunity to just be kids. That's that's a fact. You know, we supposed to cook for them. You know, you know. I, sometimes it's kind of funny because the kids, the boys, pissed me off, and I told them I wouldn't, I wouldn't make any, I wouldn't make any lunch or yeah. their breakfast. So to hear them say, "Well, you know, well, daddy or uncle, uncle Quan would, you know, can we make our own?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah you can go in there and make your own food." They they weren't hurting. They was like, we're gonna make a sandwich. They was peeling they peeling their oranges. They were doing everything they supposed to do. Yeah. So they're not dependency a drug. So they don't have they're not dependent on me. Say it again. The, the dependency is a drug. That's it. And they're not dependent on me. They just know I provide a service, which is to protect, provide, and to love them. That's it. So but they know, hey, if all else fails, they've been equipped with the tools yeah. to handle it on their own. That's dope. And I know that because they could have easily just been like, man, well, I guess we eating school lunch today. Yeah. And they was like, can we can we make our own food? That also lets me know they listening. That's it. Because I tell them, I say, you know, hey, boys, you know, that food that they're providing you, there's nothing wrong if, if a child is eating, eating free lunch. Yeah. But I said, a lot of that food ain't healthy. Right. And I also provide you this food so I can make sure that you're taken care of. Yeah. And you're, you're healthy. That's the it. The food that I'm providing you on a daily basis is providing you substance. Yeah. It's providing you fuel. It's not, you know, hey, Lunchables has its place. Yeah. But then also, I know my son and my nephew play multiple sports. They have to be fueled for the day. Their mm-hmm. minds have to be active for the day so that right. they can go and tackle it. So I do provide them that protein. Um, I do provide them with those fats, a little bit of sugars mm-hmm. to do that so that they can conquer the day. Yeah. So everything, I, I'm trying to show them that everything that I do is for a reason. But I think the biggest thing, though, is it's made with love. Yeah, exactly. You dig what I'm saying? Exactly. School lunch is just a process. Not I'm, with I'm not, I, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm not mm-hmm. knocking nobody that does it or that mm-hmm. eats it or whatever. But mm-hmm. you think about it, it's maybe fifteen hundred kids in the school yep. when we coming through. Yep. We just throwing this through the oven. Yeah. We they, some of them made a doctor that on the snack bar line if you got something from over there, but yeah. for the, but that wasn't good for you. But it's made out of love. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm big on cooking at home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I'm. You know. I'm. Um. I'm one of them. You know. Saying like I don't. I'm cool with going out. Yeah. But I noticed two things. Your money low when you go out all the time. Yep. And your body feels horrible. Yeah, it does. The, the stuff you put in and then you got to go, when you go to certain restaurants, <laughs> excuse me, 
and you having those conversations, you looking at the menu, now you got to go over here, mm-hmm. and all of this is got to pick through this and everything, but everybody ain't making it out of love. No. So that's the, that's the, that's the dopest thing that I've heard, mm-hmm. is, is, especially as a father cooking every day, like, you know, because everybody wants to put a title on it. And I was just talking about this, man. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to put a title on it and say it's supposed to be a woman's job to do this and do that. So mm-hmm. the fact that you're setting that standard, my mm-hmm. dad made us get in there, peel potatoes. Yeah. Like, learn how to make this, learn how to make this, because yeah. there's no guarantee it's going to be this. Yeah. And then not even if it's that or, you know, saying or whatever, but you still have to be able to provide for yourself. Yeah. And provide for others. So now I get excited on times when it's time for me to cook and my kids are around. Like, man, I, I get excited. I want to make sure they get a meal on Saturday, yeah. Sunday. Friday, I might be cool with them when I get them or whatever like that. But yeah. on that Sunday dinner, I'm big on sitting yeah. down Sunday dinner. I'm yeah. even growing more bigger, going back into the mode of like, hey, we got to sit at the table or at least cut the TV off. Yeah, We and sit not, at the table every yeah, night. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah. Because there are a lot of people that either they go in their room mm-hmm. and it takes division. Yeah. Or they're they they eating after you or you know yeah. and then even if you cooking, you might not have the biggest of the plate because you know when you're cooking you ain't as hungry now. Yeah. So but you still gotta sit there and just have those conversations. Mm-hmm. And the fact that your nephew and your son was able to say, Dang, bro, like you hurt my feelings. Mm-hmm. Do you know how many men will still be alive? Be if 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 that happened. Do you know how many men wouldn't be incarcerated? How many men would feel like they can go to people? Mm-hmm. It's a lot of it's a lot of men, whether black, white, green or whatever. That can't go to their friend and say, my feelings are hurt based off of this. Based off of that. And you lose a lot of friendships. You, you know, um, one thing one thing I think with, with black men is, is not so much, um, it's not so much we don't know how to communicate. We just don't know how to communicate effectively. Talk your talk. Um, you know, I've been blessed with the same group of fellas I've been doing my whole life. Yeah. 20-some years. Same thing, I've been blessed enough to have great fraternity brothers yeah. that I've been able to develop relationships with. I don't want you to leave them out. Yeah. What's, what, what fraternity is that? Oh, uh, Kappa Alpha Psi. Oh, okay. And, and, and yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, one, one thing I always try to tell the boys, right, is to be able to just say how you feel. Right? Yeah. When you, when you raise around women, you do, that real, you do that really well, right? I was raised by my mom, my mom, my aunts, cousins, stuff like that. Yeah, they over so them. Yeah, exactly. You so learn I can, over. I can come and say Hey, you know, hey, baby, you look good, or, or hey, you you smell good, or, and you know, I I can do that with my boys. Say, hey, man, I miss you, bro. How you been doing? You know, how yeah. things been going? You everything straight? You need anything from me? You know, I'm able to do that, and I'm able to say, man, you hurt my you hurt my feelings. Yeah, and 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 I don't like that. You know, yeah. what I'm saying that way, you always know where you stand with me. Right. And and I think the I think the biggest a biggest thing is I always wanted to be fully transparent on my 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 feelings towards people. Right. Yeah. So you will always know where we stand because you know it's easy for people, it's easy for people that uh, misinterpret body language and misinterpret yeah. um, like texting, right? Yeah, I was just talking to somebody about this not too long ago. Like I hate texting now. Me and you, the older I got, and I didn't used to be like that. No, I've always been. But like talking, talking business or or having a serious conversation through text is terrible. Yeah, but and and, and tone, you can't hear tone. Yeah, like I'm big on tone. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I tell my son, like, all the time, like, it, it ain't what you're saying. It's how you're saying it. It's how you say it. So, you can easily be like, I can say I'm pissed three different ways. Yeah. I can say, like, I'm laughing. I can say I'm, I'm, saying I'm pissed. Yeah. I can say I'm pissed. Yeah. Or I can just say, man, damn, I'm pissed. Yeah. Each each one of those has given off a different, different yeah. type of feeling or emotion. That's facts. That's facts. And, you know, even with the boys, like, I tell them, like, hey, what was your win today? Yeah. What was your win? 
Because we don't get to reflect on that. That's it. Like, I feel like that's one thing. Another thing men don't get to do. We don't get to reflect on our wins. That's dope. Because we are bred to always win. Yeah, you can't that's take no losses. You can't yeah. take no losses. You can't take no losses. It, it, it's funny. It's funny. Like, you know, back in the day, uh, I, had, I had seen this interview. I think it was on Vlad. He had said something like, we're in a victim society, right? We're in a, a victim society where it's okay to be a victim. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, that's true. Because you can't really say when you lose. Right. Like, that's like if you get robbed, you probably won't tell nobody you got robbed. I'm going to tell the folks. I'm, see, I get what you're saying, though. Yeah, but yeah. I'm telling my yeah, I'm telling your the, people, though. Yeah. But you ain't going to put it out in the world yeah. that you got robbed. Yeah. Or that you, that you got, that you, that somebody took your money. Yeah. Something like that. Because you, cause you technically lost to the world. So that also exudes weakness to people. That, now, there you go. Yeah. There you go. And, that, and that's what it is. It, it, you might, you, you're, not a weak, you're not a weak man. Yeah. But it's just the fact that saying those things. Yes, sir. So that you're weak. And I, and I think. The biggest thing with me is uh, with my son. My son can handle himself really well, right? He can box really well. But I tell him, I said, the power is in you um, making yourself appear as a lamb to the rest of the world, being yeah. gentle with the rest of the world. It's like, because being a man ain't all this rah, 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 rah. Yeah. I'm more scared of the dude that ain't talking. That, me too. I'm, I'm more scared of him. Yeah. So I think that's what the biggest thing is too. Like you got a lot of cats. Running around just trying to exude that strength. Right. And they don't really have to. That's it. It's more so in the pause. That's it. And I try to tell them, like, man, hey, the biggest thing is to say, say your wins and say your losses, but don't be afraid to. That's real. That's, that's, that's real. I like, I like that a lot. I like that a lot. Okay. So, got to, got to, got to, want to ask you a question in the sense of, uh, I'm big on I'm big on like your heart's desires, like people mm-hmm. like what they think and what they desire. Mm-hmm. Um, if you died today, mm-hmm. if you left today, would you would you be happy in the life that you lived? You know, I got more to do. That's all I want to hear. I got more to do. Um, What's some things you you got you, you want to knock off? I got to provide generational wealth. Okay, for my family, right? Yeah. Um, you know, I, I I opened up this week on Facebook about my dad, right? Yeah. And I was talking about how I had an insecurity about who my father was. Okay. And and eventually it turned into, you know, I, why why my dad wouldn't do this, and now it turns it turned into my son would never have to worry about me right. doing this. Right? right, right. And I think about that. I think about my last name. I think about the Herring's last name. Yeah. And I wanted to change what that looks like. Right. Gotcha. I remember one time. I remember one time somebody had said they see my dad out. Right. And they had made the comment like, "Man, your daddy used to be." Ooh. Used to be a hustler. Used to be this. Used to be that. Yeah. I was like, you know, I don't know. I didn't know how to take it. Right. 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 I, I, I was like, what? Like, you know, what do you mean by that? Mm-hmm. But then now I'm like, man, I'm doing this for all of us. Right. Right. So whatever. So whatever happened, whatever whatever happened in his past, or whatever mistakes he made, or whatever choices he made, that's all obsolete right now because I got everybody. That's true. So I think about that with my son. I think about that with my brother. Yeah. I think I think about that. I want him to come home to to anything he wants and desire in life. And I mm-hmm. want him to have the opportunities to do that. You feel like you owe him? Is that the survival yeah, remorse? That that's what it is. And you know, um, right, if anybody know me and my brother's story, right, everybody always compares us. Because they say we switch bodies. Yeah. Because they say we switch bodies because at one point in time I was doing the same stuff that he was doing. Yeah. I just was blessing him not to get caught. That's it. So then he started to develop those behaviors. He got caught a lot. Yeah. So 
wasn't good at it. So when you think about that, you're like, dang, I'm, I'm his big brother. I'm supposed to protect him. So now you think about like, okay, when he get home, I got choices to make to, to, to make sure that his, his, his life going forward is, is, is what he wants it to be. Yeah. yeah. And he a grown man. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I think about my nephew. You know, mm-hmm. unfortunately, he lost his mom a few years back. Yeah. I think about that. I, I don't want him to one day be out there like, you know, hey, if nobody else can't do it, I'm going to do it. And it might be the wrong it might be the wrong choice to make. Yeah. So even even with him, like I, t- I try to teach him now. I said, you know, out of all people in the world that you can call me, right? I'm trying to plant those seeds now. Yeah. So when they do come up, if he sees something that he wants, he might make a choice. He can say, oh, let me call my uncle real quick. Yeah. Right. So I got too much work to do and the boys are too young for me to leave now. Yeah. You know, and I think I got a lot more teachings because right now, just be honest, like a lot of a lot of men in general in different communities. Right. You're just picking up different pieces from different men in your life. Trying to make it fit. Right, Trying to make it fit because you don't you don't have that immediate father. Yeah. Now, I had a father figure, but I had my immediate father. So my friends, father, teammates, fathers. You yeah. Know, my boys are getting teachings from so many different men That's that, I've, that I've been around my whole life. Yeah. So I can't leave them right now because then they might get it from the wrong person. Gotcha. So, gotcha. So, that's where, so that's where I'm going for right now, man. I, I, can't, I can't go right now. I say that I'll be the, the happiest day of my life will be to watch my nephew and my son accomplish their dreams and their goals or at least to make the first step. Then, then I'm okay with whatever happened after that. Okay. okay. And, and I asked, man, because somebody asked me recently. Mm-hmm. We like I said, we had kind of got stagnant in this. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? We was we was life was happening. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you know a lot of times that show that show get out of jail free card not to do something. Yep, that's designed for you to be better. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I agree. The 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 desires of your heart. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So me is this part. My dog behind the camera. That's his, this. That's his part. Mm-hmm. You know, we was talking one day. What did you want to do? He said, "Man, I wanted to be the guy at the games with the camera course mm-hmm. side, like different things like that." Yeah. So. A regular person, that ain't their job. Nope. That ain't their thought process nope. of what is great to them. Yeah, mm-hmm. this was great to me because it was able to show people that it's okay to be it's okay to be gentle. It's yeah. okay for men to be gentle. It's okay for mm-hmm. women to be hard. Mm-hmm. It's okay for women to be driven. It's okay for men to take the back road, but not take the back road so much that that you lose sight. Mm-hmm. So, as we were lifing and going through these things, one of my partners, he just recently he was working construction, mm-hmm. left his job, and uh, he ended up. Uh, Going into like more so doing like the skits and things like that, mm. but he been doing hosting. Mm. Got a chance to do a comedy special, you know, saying in Houston, and he was like, "KC called me like they call me KC, like KC. Mm. If you die tomorrow, bro, you know you're gonna be mad at yourself because you ain't get a chance to make the pie hit the mm. top of the TV. Yeah, you ain't get a chance for it to see for yeah. everybody to see. Mm-hmm. If you die, if you die today, man, they ain't gonna know. They ain't gonna know about them Sundays we play basketball. They ain't gonna know about those stories. They ain't gonna be able to relate." Mm-hmm. To the world, so the world's going to be messed up because you didn't give them what they needed for the next phase mm-hmm. of life and generations. That's my survival's remorse. You yeah. see what I'm saying? The first step is usually the hardest, and, and that's what it is. Yeah. And, and it's just going through mm-hmm. the process. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And some processes are high, and some processes are lows, and you got to mutter through. And sometimes mm-hmm. you're going to be like this. You know, I used to be big on the numbers, watching the, the numbers. Now I don't, even, I don't care about the numbers. I just want the, I want the information to be given. This is archive, bro. Twenty years from now, your son mm. gonna be a youngster. His your nephew gonna be a youngster, mm. and they're gonna be like, "What was it like back then?" Yep. You're gonna be able to say, "Hey, come here, sit mm-hmm. down. Let me show you this." Yep. 
And they're going to be like, dang, you was talking about us like this? Yeah. You, you know saying? Your son with boxing, with, with hockey and basketball. Mm. Imagine making it to the pros or making it to that or that mm-hmm. level. And you can go back and say, man, my dad was talking about how he used to feed me this. Yep. Mm-hmm. And prepare me for that. Yep. So it's just one of those things that I'm looking at now. Mm-hmm. So now every day I play it like it's my last. So every day, man, I want to make sure I get a world something. With the five songs, man, that's just music. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, that music gets you through the day. It means something. When you play these playlists and you come back to it, and you and in certain songs, there's certain vinyl that I see, mm-hmm. it takes me back to my childhood. There's certain songs that I hear, and they may not be my jam, but I know if I play this for somebody else, it's going to get them through this. Mm-hmm. It's going to help them through that. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'm better at knowing that now. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's definitely, that's my, that's my push going into this new year. If you die tomorrow, would you be happy with yourself? What would you do? What would you do? What would what would and not what the people would do? Mm-hmm. What would you do when you get to heaven? Would you cry to heaven and say, "Hey, I got some more work to do"? Yeah. Or would you be satisfied with the things you had got? Or if you're going to hell or wherever you believe you're going, I'm just mm-hmm. telling you from my beliefs. Mm-hmm. When you get there, would you really be ready to walk in the door? Or would you be like, "No, send me back"? Yeah, I got more work to do. You see what I'm saying? You know, it's crazy. We also got to start listening to the people around us. Yeah. You know. It's funny that you said that because people always tell you where you need to be, mm-hmm. and I, I always feel like um, people feel your energy and, and feel and feel your journey. That's it, and they're giving you tidbits on where to go. Yeah, right. I remember, I remember this. Uh, I always remember this like it was yesterday. Uh, I was coming out of church, and it was it was a young lady that at one point in time that I was dating. Yeah, and this was like maybe sophomore, junior year, and she and she stated, I remember like this. She said, "Enjoy the process." Yeah. To this day. I cannot remember what I was doing at that time to yeah. make her say that. But thinking about it now, I think that was correlating to what this is going on, how yeah. this is going on right now mm-hmm. in my life. Because there was nothing that I can remember that was, that I was doing. Like, it was a Kappa? What, was it school? Yeah. What was it? And I think that was now correlating to what I'm doing now. And, you mm-hmm. know, sometimes your, kid, your kids will tell you. You know, your kids will be like, hey, that's dope. Or they'll be like, hey, daddy, what's going on with this? Or I'm interested right. in this. Or daddy, that's cool. Or daddy, you probably stop that. You know, you don't never really know what they're saying because it ain't really them talking to you. No doubt. So, and 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 I and I and I definitely agree with you. Mm-hmm. I definitely wholeheartedly agree with you. Got to like flip it. So, with that, and you going through that, what is your uh, what will be your um, your dreams and your mm-hmm. and, and your legacy? My legacy, man. Um, I just want to continue to help people. Okay. Doing what I'm doing, my app, my comic books, everything is centered around helping people. Yeah. Um, of course, you know, I do have a nonprofit that I started uh, Talk about a it. while Tell ago. Tell me about um, it. Called, Give me the title and everything. Yeah, Comic Books Greater Than Cancer. Yeah. And, and what it started off as when I would sell comic books, I would try to get a piece of the proceeds to cancer families, uh, people suffering from cancer, whatever that looks like. And I, I was able to make two donations during the pandemic. Um, one was a local barber. Another was a, a son of a young man that I went to uh, went to school with. A young lady, the son of a young lady that I went to school with, she passed away of stomach cancer. Mm. I was able to um, donate donate some money to them. It wasn't a lot, but it was enough, right? Um, I just want to continue to do that, man. I, and most importantly, man, I, I just want to be looked at as somebody that came from the same communities, mm-hmm. same neighborhoods, same schools. As a lot of a lot of other people in my old communities and people can say, Hey man, you know, you know, Quan used to live over there off fifty eighth and prospect. Yeah. You know, hey man, you know, he did this and did that. And also be able to I wish I can go back now. My grandparents lost out after they passed on. But I want to provide the community with different things and yeah. grow and grow it. And 
And this, you know, I want to sell my company. One day I want I want my company to be so big where they can be like, hey, we want to yeah. give you two hundred million for your company. And then I can do I can do a lot with that. I right. can save a lot of lives with that. I can I can provide a lot of programming with that. Yeah. My my family's lives can be changed with that money. And that's what will be my legacy is that I'm not hustling for me, I'm hustling for them. Gotcha. Because I mean I mean, anybody out there know how I feel when you go in there in your mama's room, you're like, Can I get three dollars for lunch? Yeah. And she ain't got it this week. Mm-hmm. You like, man, dang. I want my son to be like, I can take my own card and go to lunch. Because <laughs> nice. I've given him the tools. Nice. He's a DJ. You know, and yeah. all his money, you know, we give some of his money and it's on his card. So, he know, he can go in there and get his own cash app card and go, I, I want this. The, the, so, a DJ. Yeah. So, check this out. Man, <laughs> I see the pictures, man. My dog got a lot of hats, man. Yeah. How you get? How did he get the like? I know he see his dad, but how did that click over like that? So, um, he had saw I don't know what we watching DJ Marshmallow or somebody like that. Okay, and he was like, "Dang, daddy, I want to do that." You know, if you see, but you see the glitz and glamour yeah. of DJ Marshmallow, right? This big time DJ, and you know, he got audience. He got like huge stadiums full of people just watching him DJ. Yeah. So he was like, "Well, daddy, can I do that?" And it always starts with anytime the boys ask me to do something, I'm going to do it. But yeah. we going to do it. You know what I'm saying? We not gonna, gonna do it. Not gonna halfway do it. We gonna do it. Yeah, we're gonna step up. I was like, yeah, okay, I can do that. Went and bought him a little toy DJ mixer. Talked to a few DJs, bought it for Christmas. Yeah. He started DJing. People started to see that he was DJing. Then they started to give him jobs. Yeah. And he started he started doing his little gigs last year or the year before. It was right during the pandemic. Right at the end of the pandemic. Well, not the end of it, but yeah. towards the end of where we kind of had a a little break. Thought of what we knew what was going on. Yes, sir. Um, and he started doing gigs, man. He just started doing gigs, picking up gigs, concerts, parks, barbecues. You name it, he's done it. We just actually did the Christmas lighting ceremony for Porterhouse KC. Okay. Um, on 18th of Vine. Just did that. Now we got another gig on the 22nd coming up. So, but one thing I, I do with him, and I, I, I know he wears a lot of hats. Yeah. I just ask him, I say, do you want this gig? And he'll say, yeah, or he'll say, no. He'll say, yeah, I want to do it, or no, I don't want to do it. I don't want to, like, force him to just do it all the time. And sometimes, like, even with practice, I'll be like, man, you going to practice today? And he'll be like, daddy, I really ain't feeling it. But I will ask why. Like, tell me why. Give me the why. Give me the why. Give me the why. Well, you know, my feet hurt a little bit, you know, or the game tore me up, blah, blah, blah. Okay, that's cool. But then some days I'm just like, yeah, I want to play the game. Like, you ain't playing no game. You go in there and read. Yeah. But you ain't playing, oh, I go to practice. No doubt. You know what I'm saying? And now you got to go to practice and read. Yeah. Because ain't no way, ain't no way of getting, ain't no, ain't no running from it. Facts, facts. So, so man, you know, I just allow him to build on it. You're right. You know, I think about Vimbu, right? Everything was ordered steps, right? Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Consistent steps. Mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. we just talked about that being consistent. That's it. Um, and I told him everything that I've done and everything that I've accomplished is because I was just consistent. Doesn't mean I was better than nobody else. It just mean I just kept going. That's true. And, and I try to show him, like, hey, if this is what you want to do, Whatever it is it hockey, boxing, whatever that is, then you got to be consistent. That's Same true. thing I tell my my nephew, right? I just say, hey man, you go to practice. I went to practice and watched him in practice, which is rare because my son was taking a box from boxing, so I had the opportunity to go to my my nephew's practice. Right. So he's excited for me to come, but when he was in there, I was like, nah, bro, keep running. Like, like, nah, bro, it ain't no half stepping. Yeah. You gonna do it? Do it. Let's do it all the way. So he now he probably like, nah. Meanwhile, gonna bring me to. Uh, to basketball practice now on Right right But I'm telling him You know my, my job is to teach him Like man it takes hard work Right 
and you can be you can be good. It's okay with being good if that's what you want. Yeah. But if you want to be great, yeah, you got to put in steps. That's true. And you know, every day I'm doing something to make sure that it, I mean, if it's reading, writing, or if it's working on the working on my business, working whatever it is, I have to do those things every day to be great at it. Because gotcha. if I'm being good, it ain't going to get me nowhere. First of all, I got too many strikes to get me. I'm already male and I'm already black. Yeah. So so now what? Yeah. You know, I got I got to make these steps to, to go forward. That's true. So just being consistent, man. I just teach him to be consistent and do what he want to do. And I don't put no limits on him. No doubt. It sounds like you're breaking a lot of stereotypes. Like a lot of stereotypes. Yeah. You no know, man out there. Yeah. They don't do this. They don't do that. Yeah. What's one that you hate to hear? Black men don't protect. Talk about that, it. That is Talk the most. It. Talk about it. That is the most irritating. Yeah. And when I see it, it irritates me. Now, I, I'm not knocking anyone out there that has experienced anything that where they felt black men don't protect. Yeah. But I just know all the black men around me do a lot of protection. Yeah. Mentally, emotionally, yeah. physically. Um, you know, uh, have you seen Minority Report? Yeah. Where a dude had to go back in time to stop the crimes. Yep. I know a lot of men that do that. That, hey, where they go back and they say, hey, don't do that. You're going to get in trouble. Now, what happens after that is up to you. That's your choice. Yeah. But, you know, when it comes to the black men don't protect, it, I don't. I honestly believe there, there's not a, a black woman around me or a woman around me that does not feel protected. Yeah. That does not know that if something goes down, Quan going to be there. Right. Hey, it might not, might not be with money. I'm a, little, I'm a little tight with that bread. Yeah. Now, it, what you need it for. I'm like that with my. I'm like that with my sister. What you need it for? You gonna give, give, give your sister fifty dollars? What you need it for? Yeah. I just I just want lunch today. All right. That's cool. Yeah. But because being a man don't just mean you just go in in places blindly. This is true. Just doing that don't mean you're just very protecting. Like you got to survey the situation. Right. Pick right. Your, pick your battles. Pick your battles. You just got to know like what happened. Ask the questions. One thing about the boys, I ask context. What happened? Well, so and so was yelling at me, and this and this. So what happened? Keep asking them over and over again. Oh man, you weren't listening. Why you said that? You just told me you weren't listening. Yeah. I, you just said the coach told you to do, do X, Y, and Z, and you didn't move because you was doing something else. You weren't listening. That's why I yelled at you. Yeah. So I asked context a lot. So it doesn't necessarily mean being a man just mean blindly walking to the the heat of battle, mm-hmm. but it but also being able to say, hey, if something happens, I got your back. But when it's smoke clear, I'm gonna get in your butt. Because you put us in a situation. And that's and that's the biggest thing I think that um, accountability, <laughs> excuse me, in that sense, mm-hmm. a lot of people don't want to hear the after part after you save them or after you help them. Mm-mm. They don't want you to give them back to, hey man, you we could have avoided all of this exactly. by this or that. They don't want to hear that. Mm-mm. They got Mm-mm. a problem with that. I told you so. Yeah, the, the, I told you so is what keep is what keeps people from asking being prideful. Yeah, because they like, bro, if I ask this or if it come to this later on, it's gonna be that. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm in a place in my life. Man, give me all the I told you. So yeah, but like, just bless me. Yeah, bless me enough to put me in a place that when we look back over it, I don't got to keep going that same race. Mm-hmm. I think with me mm-hmm. um, that we don't listen or we don't read mm-hmm. um, is, is another one. But we don't know how to get ourselves out, and mm-hmm. I want to break it so bad because I don't want to keep living mm-hmm. how you lived this year. Oh, you yeah. shouldn't live the next year. Next year. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I find myself in certain spots where I'm back over and starting over again. So mm-hmm. I look up in the sky and I'm like, dang, what mm-hmm. lesson did I not get? Did you not grab? 
So I want to be able to retain the lesson. Mm. So that way when I come back around the next season, in the next three seasons and the year is over and the the wrap-up is over, Mm -hmm. I want to be able to look at the wrap-up and be like, hey, man, I got it. Mm -hmm. I'm able to to go away now. I don't Mm got to stay here no more. Mm-hmm. Because we get so trapped up in that, it'll mess you up, bro. Because you ain't moving, or you ain't moving fast enough to your speed. It didn't burn enough. Yeah, right. They say you put your hands in your hands on the stove. That's it. Burn you. That's it. I mean, if you're making the same mistake, it didn't burn enough. That's it. But I'm, I'm tired of being yeah, burned. Yeah, you're tired of being burned. And so now mm-hmm. it's in a situation where everything is intentional. Mm-hmm. Everything, yeah. everything has to make sense. Everything mm-hmm. has to not only make sense, but it has to give me a feeling. Yeah. So when I when I put my badge on, when I put my when I put my clothes on, my armor on, mm. all them kinks that was in the armor, I want to be able to knock those out, mm-hmm. but I want to still see them. Mm. So you say a scar and a scab. Mm-hmm. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. I want to still be able to see them yeah. to remember this moment was this, mm-hmm. where I went through this to get to this, and mm-hmm. I provided this for my kids for this, so I provided this with this person, and not a list of things you've done, mm-hmm. but just the moments that made you better. Yeah, we don't we don't. I say this all the time, bro. We don't live in moments; we live through them. This is true, I, and that's and like mine is fall in love with the fall in, in, embrace the moment, fall mm-hmm. in love with the movement. Could we that's, doing this too much? That's it, right? We we, we like we being we at a concert, right? You see everybody with their phone up, yeah, and nobody watching the concert. Man, I put mine down. And nobody watching the concert. Yeah. You got your hand up. It's all in your face. Weddings, you yeah. name it. Yeah, and. Now we're at the moment, you know, I talk about living in the moment, right? Yeah. Just li- like living in the moment, enjoying the moment, enjoying just being still Vice. for a second. Because I'm one of those people, I'm always moving. This is true. Got to always move. Got to always gotta yeah. be here. Got to be there. Got to be there. Everything is scheduled. So, yeah, man, I um, I, I truly believe, bro, it didn't burn enough you making the same mistakes. That's true. You, if, if it didn't hurt, like I like I tell my boy all the time, he lost, he lost his karate match. And, uh... He uh, it was his second year competing in the competing in the competition. He won third place. You know, of course, he's balling. He's crying. He's yeah, like, I said it. I said it hurt, don't it? He, yeah, I said it hurt, don't it? I yeah. said you don't want that feeling no more. No, I said then what you gonna do about it? Yeah, that's real. What you gonna do about it? That's real. Cause cause it, it hurt, right? That's real. You don't want to feel that no more. That's it. What happened? He started yeah. winning. No doubt. So that's why I tell like even with cats out here to be out here doing the consequences wasn't enough. Yeah, right. You got here and keep going back, keep going back, doing bids, yeah. doing bids. Oh man, he enjoying that spot. Yeah, it's cool over there. It don't hurt. Yeah, it don't hurt. But when he, hey, you get some catch, you be like, bro, you ain't nothing in the world that make me go back. Right. It burned. That's it. It hurt. No doubt. Last question, man. Before we get mm-hmm. ready to get up out of here, emergency contact. Things in life happen. Sometimes you got to change your uh, your emergency contact in HR or something. Something was to happen right now. Who's the first person you call? Mama. Call Mom Dukes, right? Yep. Give me a little reason why. Mama's numbers don't change. Say it. <laughs> Mama's numbers don't change. Yeah, I'm glad you said Locations it. Locations don't change. I'm glad you said it. Emails don't change. I'm glad you said it. Um, And this is one thing, you know, you're mama's boy. Yeah. You always know mama's going to be there. But guess what? Mama in the car with you. Something happened. Your phone dead, no charger. Mm. Who you calling? Phone dead, no charger. Yeah. Because just like you said, mama's number don't change. It should be somebody else's number that's memorized that you can call from the payphone. Mm. I don't know. You see what I'm saying? I, I, I think it's one of those things where people, the people that I would call, they all move in too, right? Yeah. 
And then I'm the type of person that will put it on my back and yeah. go. Right? Yeah. Like, if we in a car, we ain't got nowhere to go, man. I'm like, man, strap your shoes up, mama. We got to walk. Right? I like, I like that. We got to put in the work. We got to go. I like that. I like that. We got to work. Because um, uh, if you depending on one person, that's already hard. This is but depending on two people. Yeah. Man, that's almost non-existent. So my challenge is that you'll be able to remember everybody's number, your core. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We don't write them on the walls no more. We don't write them on a napkin no more. Mm-hmm. We don't memorize them. Once we put them in the phone, they in the phone. Mm-hmm. Man, I lost your number, but to get a new phone. Mm-hmm. But you can remember it. Yeah. And then the biggest challenge is everybody in your phone. Mm-hmm. You should be able to call them for anything. Yeah. Anything. Yeah, when a season now you get a, you get a free chance to restart your life and be whoever you want to be, however you want to be right now. Mm-hmm. If you're a dreamer, you get the dream again. Mm-hmm. If you're a person that want to be comfortable with what you at, like like reading Alchemist, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. The jeweler was in the dream. He didn't want a new. He didn't want yeah. him to redo the store. Mm-hmm. He didn't want the shelf. He didn't want. He didn't want him to serve tea. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. They wasn't smoking a hookah. They were smoking a hookah. You know what I'm saying. Like yeah. so, different things like that of that nature, yeah. right? Yeah. So now he didn't want to change. The little boy made him change. Mm. Made him dream again. Yes. Everybody in your phone should make you dream. Yeah. Should should be your support system. Period. I don't care if it's a dumb plan. Yeah. This is what's dumb about it. But hey, you might be the one that can break the the cycle of that. Yeah. And you, you know, know what's 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 what, what's going to be unique about your circle, right? Is that I don't believe in unconditional love mm-hmm. outside of a parent. Yeah. Because you could have made somebody mad, your girlfriend mad that day. Now she ain't answering your call. Now you stranded on the side of the road. That's true. What if you call mama? Mama coming. Mama answering that phone. Yeah. You can you can piss mama off, man. You can you can be out here doing some crazy stuff in these streets. Right. But mama gonna pick up that phone. That's true. And I think that's we've gotten to the point where we're t- relate all relationships are transactional. Right, right, right. Right. I say that all the time. All relationships are transactional. But it's when the transactions, when they don't come into play, when people turn their back on you. Yeah. That's the crazy thing. Facts. That That's the hurtful thing. And I think that's when, when you think about your circle, your circle should be comprised of people where you know them. You know their intentions and you know their nature. This is true. Because I would rather have somebody in there I know is a liar. Right. It's somebody I don't know is a liar. Facts. Right. Because you're depending on them. That's dope. Right? Yeah. You've been like, dang, man, why so-and-so didn't do this for me? Yeah. He a liar. Yeah. And you didn't know it. But if I know he's a liar, I can't go to him for that. Right. But I can go to him for this though. No doubt. No doubt. Man, I appreciate you, bro. This been this mm-hmm. been a good one. This has been a good reload. So this is good. Do me a favor before we get up out of here, man. Drop your um drop your socials, you know, like yep. your social media joints. Mm-hmm. And also drop your songs for the DJ and everything too. Okay. Um DJ Kid Nicks, I'm gonna do him first. Oh, DJ Kid Nicks, I'm gonna do him first. He's on Facebook. He's also on Instagram. Um, if you get a chance, go to myvenboo.com. If you have an event, a vendor event where you want vendors, it doesn't matter what type of event it is. It can be a car show, it can be a market, farmer's market, it doesn't matter. We would love to have it on the platform. Uh, you can also go to 2923comics.com if you're ever interested in the comic book. But you can also on social media, you can go to scarlet underscore night 2923. Um, on uh, Instagram for the app You can go to Vimboo app um, On Instagram as well Both on social media On Facebook and Instagram um, If you want to contact me You can contact me on my uh, cell 816-472-9132 That is the 2923 Comics In Vimboo uh, cell phone number So whatever y'all need from us Just let us know man We're here to help the small business community we also here to help any of those kids out there in the community. If you know somebody that got cancer, man, let me know. I would love to do my best to see what I can do to help them out. 
um, because my grandfather passed away of brain cancer. So that's part another part of my journey. So um, love to be here. Thank you. Man, I appreciate you. What I do want you to do is uh, I'm going to bring you back on a panel. I'm going to do a panel. Okay. I would love to have you come back on the panel on one of the panels. So come uh, we'll, we'll try to map it around you. Okay, <laughs> around yeah, the schedule, say, yeah, let me know. We'll definitely do that. Um, again, shout out Pure Hookah Lounge. Shout out uh, 210 Candles and uh, Ultra Pure uh, Drip Water. They always take care of me. They always show me love. Uh, man, I'm, I'm blessed to be back in this thing. Keep moving and grooving like I tell you all the time. Uh, we just making some good rocking, rocking, uh, rock chair stories. We, we gonna, we gonna tell them now. Cause sometimes we forget them. So we're gonna tell them now. Um, you know, my rule, never goodbye. I always see you later. Yeah. Um, may God be your direction and we be your seatbelt in this thing in life or vice versa. Till we see each other again, man. Be cool. Be safe. Peace y'all. Yeah.